be picky, just be happy with this quick game. Good morning, what's going on everybody? Welcome to The Quickie. I'm Trevor Beggs here, the host of The Quickie here on the Nux Misconduct Network. By the way, go check out that network. Go subscribe to that network wherever you get your podcasts. Kyle Bowen hosts Sipping on a 40. Just had Sean Warren of the Area 51 podcast last night to discuss everything that happened in that dismal performance by the Canucks against the Minnesota Wild. Now, speaking of those Canucks, I'm sticking with them today because who knows how long they're going to be in this dance? Who knows how many opportunities I'm going to have to talk about the Canucks on the microphone while they're in the playoffs? If they have another showing like they did last night, where they generated next to nothing in terms of high danger scoring chances, where they take penalties and can't kill them off, this is going to be an incredibly quick series. Now, I got more faith in the Canucks to rebound. Last night, they did look the part of a team that was trying to figure it out offensively. A lot of guys playing their first playoff game, say that in quotation marks. And you think guys like Pedersen, Besser, who had decent games last night, are going to figure it out. But they're going to need help from the rest of the team. Pearson, Toffoli, Horvat, Miller. Those are just four of your top six guys who didn't have great games. And I wouldn't say that Besser had a great game himself either. Now today, we're all going to be armchair GMs until the Canucks drop the puck again on game two. But with everything on the line right now, they probably do have to consider some lineup changes for game two. Here are three lineup changes that I'd be thinking of if I were Travis Green going into game two. First and foremost, I would put Tyler Myers back up with Alex Edler. Now this is no slight to Troy Stetcher, who I think had a fine game last night. Don't think he was great or poor. The underlying numbers don't look too bad. But he mainly played on a pairing with Alex Edler, which he deserves. But Tyler Myers with Oscar Vandenberg, Myers got absolutely shelled last night. It wasn't a great game for Tyler Myers. I think you got to give it a shot with that Edler-Myers pairing. See if they can try to rekindle some of that magic they had early in the season when they were successful at shutting the other team's forwards down. The knock on Edler and Myers as a pairing is that they all aren't all that quick together. But against a wild team that isn't the, one of the fastest in the NHL, I think that's a pair that could have some success. Second, and I've been preaching this since the beginning of training camp, get Brock Besser back up on the Canucks' first line. You need your top guns to score. Elias Pettersson did not get help last night from JT Miller and Tyler Toffoli. I've said it all along. I know the underlying numbers between Besser and Toffoli on the top line are pretty similar they both had success over this season but Besser had the longer run of success and he's the bigger threat to score get those best players on the top line get to Foley back with Pearson and Horvat on the second line maybe to Foley and Pearson can rekindle some magic together that they had when they were with the Los Angeles Kings I also just think Besser deserves that opportunity he was a far better player than to Foley last night despite the fact that he didn't have a great game at the end of the day you need to make changes you need to make changes when your team plays as poorly as they did. I'm guessing that Brock Besser can give Pedersen a little bit more help than Tyler Toffoli provided last night. Third, and I'm going to bring him up, the most over-discussed marginal player in Canucks history is Jake Vertanen, and I do think he should get back into the lineup for game two. 
The penalty killing wasn't great last night. I know Sutter didn't get scored on. It was actually Jay Beagle, Tanner Pearson, Tyler Mott, and JT Miller with a 4 forward that got scored against on two different power play goals. Look, I would personally scratch Jay Beagle, but I know the Canucks aren't going to do that. But one of those guys has to come out. That line is just not built for playoff hockey. I know they didn't have a terrible night last night after their first shift, which was god-awful. Led to a penalty, which led to the first goal. But that's just not a line that's going to give you a lot. Again, I think Sutter gives you more of a chance to score than Beagle. Doesn't quite get shelled as badly. But they're both bad options. Don't have them both on the same line. What I would probably do for Game 3... And I'm loath to do this in a way because Gaudet's not that good defensively. But I would want to give Furlan, Gaudet, and Vertanen a shot on the third line. Let Roussel, Mott, and one of Beagle Sutter play on that energy line. Shake things up. See if it's going to give the team a wake-up call. And make sure you start Adam Gaudet and Jake Vertanen in the offensive zone. Because once again last night, Gaudet was not great defensively. The Canucks are certainly not out of this series yet, but they're going to need a much better performance and they're going to need some goals in game two if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive. Obvious headline of the year right there. we got lots more to come in terms of obvious headlines here on NuxMisconduct.com. Go check out that network and go check us out again on NuxMisconduct.com.